Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today on the Inside Scoop, Gators got a top three class. And this weekend, they're getting the number one wide receiver in America on campus. We'll also head to Tuscaloosa. We're going to talk with Andrew Bone, recruiting insider at Bama Online. But first, there is a big visit weekend building in Boulder. We're going to preview who Coach Prime has on campus for official visits and why they're so important to the Buffs 2024 class. But before we get going, hit subscribe to the On3 Recruits channel. I appreciate you guys looking at this. We're over 20K in about two months. This thing's growing fast. We want you to be a part of it. Hit subscribe, please. Okay, let's bring on national recruiting analyst Sam Spiegelman. All right, look at this. Coach Prime has an idea of what he needs to improve the roster, and it's reflected in some of the names that'll be on campus. We got five-star Jordan Seaton, four-star wide receiver Draylon Miller, Edge King Joseph Edwards, and Florida Gator commitment Nasir Johnson. Sam, let's just start at the top. Offensive tackle Jordan Seaton, major need, especially after Coach Prime's comments after that last weekend's game. He's the number one rated offensive tackle in America. Uh, just what's your read on his recruitment? I'll share mine after years. I just want to see what, what you're thinking about Seton heading into this one. Yeah, you know, we're, we're starting to see who the real contenders are for the five-star offensive tackle, Jordan Seton. He's going to take an official visit to Colorado this weekend. I think already you're starting to see with the start of official visits, you're starting to get an idea of who is actually in the picture. It seems mm-hmm. for such a high-profile blue-chip recruit that – there's still a little bit of you know confusion about who is really in this. I think that going back to Colorado almost gives Deion Sanders a, a real crack with the five-star offensive tackle. We know that Oregon is in it. We know that Tennessee, Alabama, Florida are all contenders. But I think for someone like Jordan Seaton, who is going back to Colorado for an official visit, I think this is a big opportunity for Deion Sanders. And as we enter probably the the most the, the peak of his recruitment, as he inches closer to a decision, this visit looms very large. But I think there's a, still a lot to be sorted out before you know a decision is coming in, Josh. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think we're we're nearing a decision. I actually exchanged a few texts with Seton last night. And he told me most likely he's going to make a decision on or around that December signing day. So that's December 20th for those keeping score at home is when I think Jordan Seaton's going to make his decision. Now, heading into the season in August, I thought, you know, UF and Alabama were probably the two teams way out in front. Um, I think UF has since faded a little bit. They were able to get him on campus for an official visit. Uh, that was a couple weeks ago now. Since then, he's been to Tennessee. He's been to Oregon. Uh, He's been back to Alabama. Now, I think Oregon right now has a lot of buzz coming off of that most recent official visit two weeks ago. But the team that people need to keep in the forefront of their mind is Ohio State. I think that just because he hasn't visited there doesn't mean that they're not heavily in this recruitment. I think Ohio State's going to try to get him on campus last. We know Jordan Seaton is very impressionable. He's emotional. He takes these visits very, you know, they, they weigh heavily on him. And 
I think Ohio State's going to try to get in there and get that final one. But as for Colorado, I agree with you, Sam. I think they are very much in this. And Coach Prime doesn't like to lose, right? He doesn't like to lose on the football field. He doesn't like to lose on the recruiting trail. And one of those ways to become a winner is to improve that offensive line. And really, right now, the number one offensive tackle in America is available. He's interested in Colorado. He tells me he's taking the whole family out there. Uh, the last time he was there for an unofficial visit, he went out there. either It was by himself or with his uncle. This time, the entire family's coming with him to Colorado. I don't think the entire family has been on any official visit with them. So we'll see how this one goes, but it is a mightily important visit. We'll try to catch up with uh, Jordan Seaton right here on the Inside Scoop next week. We'll see how it goes now. Let's talk about somebody in your neck of the woods right there in Texas, and that's wide receiver Draylon Miller, top 100. He's the number 79 ranked player overall, really good. Uh, just recently decommitted from Texas A&M. What are your sources saying about Miller since his decommitment? Who's kind of involved in this one? Yeah, everyone has been trying to get involved, um, as his dad put it when he decommitted. You know, the, the floor is open. Anyone who has interest in Draylon can can make their pitch. But, um, you know, a lot of teams have jumped to the forefront. Ole Miss was working really hard to get him on campus for this mm -hmm. weekend's game against A&M. Um, but he's heading to Colorado. He's going to visit Colorado, then LSU, and then USC. You know, LSU and USC were finalists behind A&M when he committed to the Aggies over the summer. And Deion Sanders was at... Uh, Draylon's game a couple of weeks ago, right after he decommitted. Um, Draylon comes from a small town, Silsby in East Texas, and Coach Prime, obviously one of the, the main faces of college football these days, was in his little small town, and that was a really big deal. Um, you know, now he's going to go visit Colorado. They've been working very hard behind the scenes. We already know what Dion's record is with skill position players, and and Draylon is is extremely excited about his first visit to Boulder this weekend. I ultimately think it will boil down, though, to the Tigers and the Trojans. They have a little bit more rapport with Draylon, but I'm not ruling anything out after Draylon gets his first taste of Boulder and his first taste of this electric uh, environment in Folsom now. Yeah, I really think that his second recruitment is only just starting because, like you said, he's going to probably go on this run of two or three official visits back to back to back, and then he'll probably make a decision right after that. So. I think heading into this, Colorado probably does have ground to make up. I, I kind of lean toward LSU in this one, but I do think he's impressionable. In this weekend, Colorado is going to roll out the red carpet, so we'll see what happens. Now, moving on to Edge King Joseph Edwards, the four-star out of Mill Creek High School down there in Georgia, 6'3 and a half, 220 pounds. Sam, you already put in a prediction for King Joseph Edwards to Colorado. So did our colleague Chad Simmons. Do you think this is a situation where he could commit this weekend? Well, like you said, we already have the picks in, but there still might be a, lo a long, a little bit longer to wait before he makes a decision. I know that he is probably hoping to take all of his visits and be more calculated with with his decision and be sure of it. He's waited long enough, mm -hmm. um, but I'm not ruling out that Deion Sanders, like you said, they are having one of their biggest weekends of visitors of the season. That includes King Joseph Edwards, like you said. Deion Sanders in Colorado are trying to rebolt in the trenches. I would be surprised if they didn't try to apply the pressure to maybe get a commitment, maybe a silent commitment from King Joseph this weekend. Right. But I believe that he'll probably at least try to take the rest of his visits to be sure. Like you said, it's already November. We're very getting very close to that early signing period. Um, I'm not ruling anything out, but I think this could play out a little bit longer. 
All right, so Colorado fans, Sam feels good about the destination. He just doesn't know when it'll happen. So we'll have to just keep an eye on that. But like you said, Sam, anything could happen on these visits, especially when Coach Prime and has those guys out there in Boulder with all the hype and excitement going on on the sidelines. Uh, the last name I want to hit on is defensive lineman Nasir Johnson. Now, he's a four-star that committed to UF. In June, you have had a killer month of June, and Nasir Johnson was one of those big commitments. He's from Dublin, Georgia, another Georgia prospect visiting Colorado. This will be an official visit. Now, Georgia also involved FSU, too. Heading into this one, how solid do you think Johnson is right now to the Florida Gators? Yeah, I think Johnson is in the case of a lot of these high pro. You talked about Florida and the way they they kind of kicked butt in June and, and kind of took names on the recruiting trail. That includes Nasir Johnson. That was a big win for them. And now it feels like the Gators are, are just trying to hold on in the fourth quarter. Um, I, he's, he's clearly looking around. Schools like Colorado, Georgia, Florida State have all been actively recruiting him, and he's been taking his visits. Um, he's heading out to Colorado this weekend. That, that should probably the proof is in the pudding, as as we like to say. Um, you know, Florida and Billy Napier are going to have their work trying to hold on when you have coaches like Deion Sanders and Kirby Smart and Mike Norvell. These are some of the coaches on top of the college football pedestal mm -hmm. right now. I think a lot will not only go into how hard these schools are recruiting him and how these visits go, but what Billy Napier and his staff can do behind the scenes to try to hold on. You always have to like where a committed player is when, when they're already committed to a school. They have a little bit of an edge um, and they're going to have to crank that up to try to hold on down the stretch with this year. Mm. Yeah, and Nasir Johnson goes 6'4", 300 pounds, could probably step in day one and play on that defensive line. I mean, really, everybody that we talked about from Jordan Seaton to Draylon Miller, King Joseph Edwards, Nasir Johnson, all of them are impact recruits. All of them will be on campus at Boulder this weekend. Sam, do you still feel like Colorado, based on kind of what they've done this season, proof of concept, are they still a destination for a big-time surprise? Last year, it was Cormani McClain, uh, the late flip of Dylan Edwards. He was a major impact for Colorado this season. Do you still feel Colorado has that type of potential to still do that down the stretch? Well, look what Dion did based on, you know, what his track record at Jackson State and his reputation as an, an NFL star, um, really a media star. Every, every, he does everything. What he did with Cormani and Dylan Edwards before even coaching a game at Colorado was extremely impressive. Now it's November 2nd and we're gearing up for the stretch run of this 2024 recruiting cycle. And we're already seeing that the guest list that we saw at the beginning of the year, they were really impressive before Colorado played a snap. Now we're at the back end of the season and the visitor list is continuing to be star studded, continues to be big names on both sides of the ball. I would be surprised if we didn't see some major movement by Dion, whether it's a flip, getting a guy that maybe no one was paying attention to, or we just misread his recruitment. Um, this is Dion Sanders. He is a recruiting aficionado. He's already done it at every stop he's been at. And right now, Colorado is one of the main teams that we talk about, Josh, every single week in the same light as Georgia and Ohio State and Alabama and Florida. Um, it is a big name brand in college football and recruits are very cognizant of it. It's a talk every week on Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, when you go to high school games and talk about college football. I would be surprised if Dion didn't pull out the smoke at some point. It's only November 2nd. Maybe this time next month, we're starting to see some of the, the smoke turn into fire. But I'm sure that uh, the, the fuel is in the ignition right now. Oh, yeah, it's coming.
Recruiting season is almost here. It's coming. I, I do agree. I think Coach Prime, you know, he's passionate about improving this roster. And in college football, there is no draft. So the only way to infuse more talent into the roster is to go out and recruit it. And I think as soon as the season ends, Coach Prime's going to hit the trail hard. And we're going to see some surprises. Sam Spiegelman, thank you for stopping by the Inside Scoop today, talking a little bit of Coach Prime in Colorado. Thanks for having me, Josh. The Florida Gators have the number three ranked class in the country. And you can say what you want about the Gators on the field this season, but on the recruiting trail, they are a force. And news just broke moments ago on Gators Online that Jeremiah Smith will be in Gainesville this weekend. Yes, the Ohio State commitment. He's the number one ranked wide receiver in America, and he's going to be in Gainesville. So in this video, we're going to talk big name visitors on campus this weekend, including an Alabama flip target. We'll also check in on a few Gator commitments that have been taken to visits to other schools. Are they on flip watch? We're going to talk all about it. But first, UF fans, hit the subscribe button to the On3 Recruits channel. We're about two months in, and this thing's over 20K. We want you to be a part of it. Please subscribe. Okay. Let's bring out my guy, Corey Bender from Gators Online. Just moments ago, you guys had it. Five-star plus wide receiver, Jeremiah Smith, back in Gainesville. Now, Corey, I've been reading the internet, and, and insiders from other programs are kind of counting out the Gators, but Jeremiah Smith shows back up on campus. Well, he's planned to this weekend. What are you hearing in terms of where things stand between him and the Gators? Yeah, I still think Florida has some room to make up, obviously. I think any school, you can see, has a ton of room to make up. I, don't, I think it's going to be very difficult to change his mind, ultimately. But, yeah, I think he's playing in St. Petersburg, Josh, so it's not too far from Tampa, about two-hour drive up to Gainesville. So he's playing this game on Friday, and then after that, him and his family are going up to Gainesville mm -hmm. for that noon kickoff. So I, I think overall, I think Florida State might be ahead of Florida right now as far as the school's pushing to flip him from Ohio State. Yeah. But ultimately, when it's all said and done, I mean, I think it's going to be a shock. It would be a shocker if he wants to change his mind at some point. How important is it for the Gators to have a big offensive day on Saturday in front of a guy like Jeremiah Smith? Absolutely. No, it's huge, man. And uh, and I think, obviously, with Graham Mercy Cylinders, you got have guys like Eugene Wilson, who's a five-star, just, uh, just like Jeremiah Smith is. So I think overall, if you're Jeremiah Smith, you're seeing that they're obviously getting young guys involved. They're passing the ball. I know overall Graham Mertz, I mean, he's spreading the ball out more than probably most of a lot of the SEC quarterbacks. So I think it's very important, but I think it's more than that. I think it's, you know, obviously DJ Lagway is a huge factor. I mean, that relationship, knowing the future of the program. So I know that's something he's excited about. But mm -hmm. also with the staff, too. I think just the opportunity to play in the SEC and kind of guy in Florida's offense, if he was to go there, those are big, uh, big appeals as well. All right, now another big name that'll be on campus this weekend is cornerback Jameer Grimsley. He's committed to the to Alabama and has been now for some time. And these rumors aren't new of him in Florida and a potential flip, but this weekend he's on campus and as the season wears on, we're kind of getting into flip season. So is this one that you have on flip watch this weekend, or is there still room to is there still ground to make up? Yeah, Josh, I would say 
he I wouldn't put on flip watch yet. There's a little bit of ground to make up, but if he was to change his mind, I think Florida would definitely be that choice. We went to his school on Tuesday and you could tell that commitment's solid. I know he likes to, okay. um, you know, where Alabama season's going. You know, he kind of looks at a lot of the younger guys, mentioned Terry and Arnold, another Florida native who was shining in the secondary. Um, but when it comes to Florida, it's that relationship with Corey Raymond. It's, uh, you know, it's his lifelong favorite school. People in his family still love Florida. They still cheer for them every Saturday. So there's a lot to like about Florida. When you speak to Grimsley, he says all the right things. But I know from speaking to sources, you know, on both sides, there is still some optimism for Florida. And and everything, if this weekend, if it goes well, this is going to determine if he returns for an official on the weekend, December 8th. So it's, it's definitely a massive weekend in terms of, you know, Florida can flip them down the line. Yeah, big Alabama-Florida battle there. Now let's talk about corner Zay Mincy. He's from Daytona Beach, Mainland. And, of course, the Gators did a phenomenal job recruiting his teammate, LJ McCray, who they landed over Miami, over Georgia, over Florida State. It was a huge win for the five-star defensive lineman. Now his teammate, Zay Mincy, who's fresh off a visit to Alabama, is expected to be in Gainesville this weekend. Corey, can we say that the Gators are the favorite to land them because of the job that they did with LJ McCray? Yeah, obviously I've been trending towards Florida even before that since March. I think I put in a prediction. I was I was pretty out in front of that one yeah. as far as where I think Florida stands. Uh, but having LJ definitely helps a lot. But the one thing I haven't heard between them is if they're going to be a package deal. That's never been brought up. And I've always kind of hinted at this too. Florida, when they took their OVs to Florida, they came on different weekends. So I think it definitely helps Florida in that regard. And I kind of said whoever won out this weekend as far as getting him on campus, because it was 50-50. Florida secured this visit weekend about a month ago. But when he went to Tuscaloosa, they invited him back for this big LSU game on Saturday. So he was 50-50 as far as which game he was going to go to. But with now him expected in Gainesville, I think that kind of, in my eyes, puts them a little bit more in the driver's seat. You saw Miami in the background as well. But I think since that OV in Tuscaloosa, I've been hearing in Alabama, and I still give Florida that very slight edge at this point. All right, Zay Mincy, just like Jameer Grimsley, another Alabama-Florida battle. Uh, let's talk about offensive tackle favor Edwin. Now, he's coming in mm -hmm. on an official visit. The Gators, they don't like to do official visits in season, but they'll buck that trend for a big-time offensive tackle. They did it for Jordan Seaton. Now they're going to take in three-star favor Edwin on an official visit this weekend, and they need to because he is trending heavily to Auburn at 97% on the recruiting prediction machine. Uh, Corey, do you think that the Gators staff can kind of turn the tide of this recruitment this weekend? Yeah, absolutely. And I think early on, I was close to putting a prediction for him over the summer. He was going to OB in June. But his commitment timeline, he wanted more towards December. And Florida wanted to bring him in later in the season, too. So it kind of worked out for both parties. But since then, Florida was kind of going back and forth on. But, you know, I spoke with a source this week in, in Gainesville that said, you know, he's definitely a take for Florida. You know, they love his upside. They think mm -hmm. he has a, a high ceiling down the road. So I think, and like you said, Josh, they don't, they don't like hosting official visitors. Obviously, with Jordan seeing, they kind of put that aside. They said, whenever he wants to visit, we'll do it. But it shows you right now with Favor Edwin. You know, it's a guy they've been familiar with for a while. And, you know, even the FSU game at the end of the year, I heard they might have some OVs that weekend too. Mm -hmm. So, but I think overall, I think Auburn, you have to definitely feel very good about where they stand. But Florida, he's more familiar with Florida over the past year than Auburn. So I think if everything goes well this weekend, I can see Florida pulling even or even, you know, surpassing Auburn at some point. All right. Well, there's a much bigger visitor list up on Gators Online. You guys can go there and check it out. How's the start of college football season been for you guys? I know the games have been great, but you know what's not great? 
finding last minute tickets. Finding tickets before game can sometimes be a nightmare. And do not let this be the way that your season goes. That's why I'm here to tell you about game time. It's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the big time matchups. Game time will get you to this year's biggest college football games with elite deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. Do not stress over getting into your team's favorite game, the biggest rivalry game of the year. There's only so many games you can go to, and you need to get these tickets at the best prices. Game time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Guys are terrible at that. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Game, game time, they have deals on tickets even after an hour after the game starts, it is the place to get last-minute ticket deals. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets on all sports and even concert events. So here's what we're going to do. Snag the tickets without stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code INSIDESCOOP for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and use code INSIDESCOOP for $20 off, download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So we'll see what happens. Now, as I said at the top, Florida is recruiting at a very high level, which is why other teams are pursuing some of their commitments. Now, let's take a look at who the Gators are trying to hang on to down the stretch. Of course, Xavier Filsamy, he's one of the best safeties in the country. Now, Texas is involved there, but he's come out and recently said he's locked into the Gators. So until I see Xavier show up in Austin, I'm not really too concerned. I want to talk, though, about Edge Jamonte Waller. He showed up on the Plains at Auburn a couple times now, Corey. Is there concern that Waller is getting a little close with Auburn? Yeah, there's some concern, Josh. I mean, I would probably put his commitment probably around like the 8% mark, 90. I know with Auburn, it's a little bit closer to home. And, you know, he's been there. I know, obviously, you know, that, that program's kind of the rise in their first year, obviously, after a coaching change. There's a lot of excitement around the program. Um, I, I still like Florida. I know when he visited Florida for a Tennessee game, the kid was nearly speechless and basically raved about of all the kids we spoke to after that Tennessee game, he might've had the most noble quote saying there's no better place than Gainesville and Florida. So I think the biggest thing for Florida is getting him back on campus for another unofficial to remind him that, Hey, this is why you picked Florida in the first place. But until then, yeah, I think if you're a Florida fan, your Florida staff, you kind of have to be kind of sitting on the edge of your seat a little bit and kind of recruit him like he's not in the class. And I kind of said that with Kelby Collins a cycle mm -hmm. ago. Yeah, he's committed, but keep recruiting him like he isn't. And then hopefully he signs on the dotted line. All right, another one that's been bouncing around the country taking visits is Nasir Johnson. This weekend, he'll be at Colorado. Uh, what's your take on Nasir? Of course, he's a talented, big body on the defensive side, and it, he's highly coveted. Can the Gators hang on to him? Of all the kids in the class right now, I think Nasir is the one I'm monitoring the most. And it's funny, you talk to him, I talked to him about a week and a half ago. He's like, I'm 100% locked in. He says all the right things, but I know George has been lurking. Florida State's been in the mix for a while, and now Colorado. Um, it, it's funny, he, I know he likes Florida. Obviously, he's in the class, and he, he likes everything he's seen. He has a good relationship with the staff, but that door's kind of cracked open. He's kind of seen what else is out there. I would kind of put his commitment probably around 80 to 75% range. And I know a lot of fans would be like, man, it's really low, but. You know, right now, I mean, he's had opportunities to flip. He's taking visits, but he's still in the class, and he keeps coming back right. to Gainesville. So right now, I mean, he's definitely one of the ones to monitor, but until he flips, you know, we'll have that conversation when it comes. 
All right. Now, defensive lineman Amaris Williams, he showed up in Columbus visiting Ohio State recently. Are the Buckeyes the biggest concern when it comes to Amaris Williams? Yeah, Josh, I definitely would say the Buckeyes. Yeah, he had an outstanding visit up there, and understandably so. He loved it. And Tennessee's been kind of knocking on the door for a while, too. And you watch his film. I mean, this kid's elite. You watch it. He's very versatile. So I wasn't too surprised when Ohio State offered. I always thought he was kind of the kid that maybe could receive a little bit bump in the rankings. I always loved his film. But, yeah, Ohio State's really turning on the pressure. But the good thing for Florida is he's he's expected to come down to Gainesville this weekend for a noon kickoff, unofficial visit. And, you know, you would, initially you would think that would be no chance that would happen after a game up in North Carolina. But that's the plan. And if Florida can obviously come through and get him on campus and he shows up, that could kind of turn the momentum back their way. So I think – you look at this list, you have a lot of notable guys, you know, Jameer Grimsley, Zay Mincy, and those are the notable guys. But this is just – this is right up there as far as importance, as far as keeping a guy in the class. And we'll see where it goes. He's going to be one of the first guys we're kind of anxious to speak to after the game. Yeah, very important to get Amaris back on campus. So this weekend, though, the Gators, they take that number three ranked recruiting class into the weekend against Arkansas. Big names on campus. Thanks again, Corey Bender, for stopping by the Inside Scoop and talking about it. Let's head to Tuscaloosa where the Tide are hosting a big visit weekend with LSU coming to town. Big game, big visit. Sounds like just another weekend for Alabama recruiting. In this video, we'll hit on two important official visitors. Bama is also locked in a heated SEC battle for both Zay Mincy and Daniel Hill. We have intel on both plus much more. But first, Alabama fans, before we get going, hit subscribe to the On3 Recruits channel. We need you to be a part of it. Hit subscribe. Thank you. All right. Let's bring on my guy, Andrew Bone from Bama Online. Look at these official visitors. We got Jay Sean Ross from Kansas City, then also Edge Elias Williams, who's committed to Mizzou. Let's start with Jay Sean Ross. How long and how deep is this recruitment? Where does he stand on the board? Yeah, so Jay Sean Rollis is actually a new name for Alabama. Uh, it's a kid that re received an offer from the Crimson Tide a couple weeks ago. I think yeah. it was three weeks ago. And uh, Coleman Hutzler, uh, Alabama's outside linebackers coach, went and saw him play last week. Now, the offer happened about three weeks ago. Coleman Hutzler finally was able to go out, watch him uh, play on uh, on Friday night during Alabama's bye week. They were really impressed. Six foot four, 225-pound outside linebacker out of Kansas City. Um, yeah, this is a kid that – Took a lot of his official visits during the summer. Now, he took a few during the fall. You know, Oklahoma, Kansas State, Nebraska, you know, all in contention there. But we do know that Alabama is pushing hard here. You know, they really like him a lot. He could be, he could potentially be that outside linebacker uh, that Alabama is looking for in this class. They do have three uh, inside linebacker commits right now. Uh, could potentially add. You know, one more in uh, in Jay Sean Ross. You know, one other linebacker that they really like a lot is Tristan Jernigan, who is supposed to be on campus for an official visit this weekend, but he's decided to wait. Uh, he's going to take that official visit in December now, but he's more mm -hmm. recruited as an inside linebacker. So, you know, can they potentially add an outside guy in Jay Sean Ross? We'll see how the visit goes uh, you know, over the weekend. All right, another one that Alabama's kind of turned the heat up in, in more recent weeks is Elias Williams. He's committed to Missouri, but the three-star edge is taking an official visit to Alabama this weekend. What's the feeling here? Can Alabama flip him? Yeah, they're, they're trying to. Uh, this kid that received an offer from Alabama on August the 28th, now two days later or three days later, he commits 
to Mizzou. So, uh, you know, it was, I think he pretty much already knew where he was going to go before Alabama extended that offer. Uh, but now Alabama has been in the race for the last couple months now. They've been pushing hard. They really like him a lot. There's some other schools that are involved as well. Tennessee uh, extended him an offer. So did USC uh, this fall. He took an unofficial visit to Knoxville uh, a couple weeks ago. Well, I guess you could say last month now. But um, this is a kid that Alabama really likes a lot on the defensive front. He's six foot four. 270 pounds. Uh, I think he's rated as an as an edge recruit, but more so recruited as a defensive end. Now, I think he's a uh, you know, a guy that's had, had a, having a great senior season, and uh, certainly somebody that Alabama has uh, is hoping uh, that they can potentially flip away from Mizzou. But I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to come. I think there's some other schools, that, you know, like I mentioned, Tennessee, USC, yeah. that are involved, and in, uh, you know, they're going to try to flip them as well. All right. Now let's uh, let's hit on two names that Alabama fans are very familiar with. Daniel Hill and Zay Mincy. We'll start with running back Daniel Hill. He's out of Mississippi. This has been a South Carolina, Alabama battle. Tennessee also involved a little bit. But Andrew, how many more times does Daniel Hill need to be in Tuscaloosa before he closes this thing out? Well, Daniel Hill has been to Tuscaloosa more than I have this season, which uh, is kind of <laughs> kind of wild to see. But uh, yeah, this is going to be his fourth trip to Alabama this fall. Um, yeah, he, I think he was at pretty much every home game last football season. Yeah. So he's been to Tuscaloosa a lot. You know, we know that his family really likes Alabama. Uh, you know, he delayed that decision back in uh, back in August and has pushed things back to potentially after his senior season's uh, complete. But Alabama, Tennessee, uh, South Carolina all still remain. Uh, in contention for Daniel Hill. I think everyone just assumes that he's going to go to Alabama because of the, the as many times as he's been to Tuscaloosa mm-hmm. uh, the last couple of years. But I, I just don't know if it's a slam dunk just yet. I, I think he's, you know, there's some reason why he's continuing to wait. And, you know, I'm not sure what that reason is. But, uh, you know, does another trip to Alabama help? Is it going to be sort of, you know, more of the same? We'll kind of see how uh, how the weekend goes, but there are other running back targets that are out there that uh, yep. that Alabama is still going after. Not just Daniel Hill, but he's he's probably the guy that they've recruited the longest to this point. So uh, so we'll see kind of how uh, things go. Not necessarily this weekend. I think he's going to enjoy the weekend visit as he always does. I think we're probably going to see you know what happens with him after the the conclusion of his uh, senior season. Tailgate season is here, and inside Scoop fans, I need to tell you about these Bird Dog shorts that I've been wearing. Bird Dogs, they were the big winner for me this summer, and I'm rolling right into the fall with them as well. I wear them to work. I wear them golfing. You guys know I brought them on vacation with me to Florida, so they are definitely my first pick for tailgating. Last weekend, I didn't pull up to Lot B with the boys in my old stiff khakis. Nope. I had my bird dogs on instead, and I'm glad I did because it's still hot out there. I know it just became October, and it should be fall, but it is swampy out there. Not in my bird dogs because bird dogs have a great cloud knit fabric that looks just like a nice pair of khakis, but way more flexible and way more comfortable. And most importantly, it keeps you cool and dry even for a noon kickoff. So here's what we're going to do. Go to birddogs.com forward slash Josh or enter promo code Josh for a bird dog tech hat with your order. Yeah, one of these. Fashionable, it fits, it's great. I love to wear it golfing. Anyway, you get one of those free with your order if you type in birddogs.com forward slash Josh or promo code Josh for a bird dog tech hat. 
you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right, Bone, before we uh, round it out, what is your most memorable LSU-Alabama recruiting battle? Because there has been a few. Yeah, there's been a lot. I mean, you, you go back to, you know, you look at uh, you know, Landon Collins. Uh, I, I, I was at the Under Armour game that year when Me he too. announced for Alabama and his mom was shaking her head. And I was standing about 10 feet from him, and I, I said, there's no chance he signs with Alabama after seeing the way she was acting. Uh, but, you know, lo and behold, he ends up signing with the side. You know, I remember Kenny Bell flipping his commitment from LSU to Alabama on signing day. Nobody mm-hmm. even knew uh, he was uh, <laughs> even a target for Alabama. Uh, but we actually sent uh, one of our video guys to his press conference that day. People were asking us, well, you know, why are y'all here? You know, he's going to LSU, and then he signs with Alabama that day. So uh, that was pretty funny. You know, Dylan Moses, that recruitment, uh, you know, being offered by Alabama and LSU, and you know, he was just a uh, just in the eighth grade. I think, you know, the thing that kind of started it off, though, for Alabama was, was Luther Davis, um, mm-hmm. big top 100 defensive lineman out of, uh, out of Louisiana, uh, was committed to LSU. Nick Saban arrives on campus, and within a month, he flips Luther Davis – uh, who was a U.S. Army All-American um, from LSU to Alabama. And it kind of just opened up the door there to say, Alabama's not going to be scared of LSU. They're going to go into Louisiana. Nick Saban's here in Tuscaloosa now, even though everybody in the state of Louisiana and every LSU fan in the world hated Nick Saban at the time, he didn't care. He was going to go into Louisiana, recruit, because he knew that was such a uh, you know talented, rich, hotbed and he was going to recruit that state really hard and you know he's done quite well we've seen so many top end guys from the state of louisiana go to alabama through the years and um you know i I think that that luther davis flip really opened the door for alabama there yeah and boy was there some really epic battles and most of them ended up going alabama's way of course lsu did win their fair share as well this year though not as many but hey it's always fun to look back Andrew Bone with Bama Online. Thanks for dropping by today on the Inside Scoop and talking about Alabama's big visit weekend. All right. Thanks for having me, Josh. Thank you for watching. If you enjoyed that content, be sure to subscribe to the On3 Recruits channel. We have a new page dedicated only to recruiting. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button right now. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.